welcome to episode 25 of Nintendo Therapy, a show about the latest Nintendo news and rumors, as well as a celebration of all things Nintendo. I am Kevin, and with me this week is Momo. G'day, Legends. Sean. Hey. And Harrison. Hey, welcome back. And this week, it is another slow news week, but I did very last second get a news item I'm very excited about, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, how's everybody's Nintendo week been? Y'all been playing some Nintendo games? So I've been uh, digging into the new Mario Kart DLC. Ooh. Oh, I, I have questions about Go. that. What, what are your questions? Yeah, because I, I was going well, to... Well, my first question was... Did anyone play the new DLC? But I, uh, I, I watched uh, the I watched videos on the new track. What's called the squeaky squeaky clean sprint. That's a fun one. Um, I like that one. That's really good. The, the, do you do you think it was it was home circuit inspired? Cause, cause it that's could be immediately what my mind went. That makes to. sense because you're. Because you're just in a you're just in like Miyamoto's bathroom, which is very clean. I'm assuming it's Miyamoto's bathroom. So, yeah, that that's fun, <laughs> and, and, and uh, I'm so happy Koopa Cape is back. That's one of my favorite tracks. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what do you think about uh, uh, Kamek in Mario Kart now? I mean, adding characters. I didn't it, realize. I mean, good for them, but I always play as Donkey Kong, so it doesn't matter. But I did notice that Wiggler just looks utterly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just shoved him into the cart. We're like, there, enjoy your scoliosis. Work. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't realize that that Kamek has never been a playable character. And fun fact, he was supposed to be in the '64 yes. version in the '64 game, but he was replaced by Donkey Change. You could change up. Um, I agree. Yeah, yeah, which is like, which is like, I can, those are like on different tiers. I mean, I, I really like both of those characters, but they're like very, like, one's much more popular. Um, but in, besides making cameos in, in games like, like Double Dash, Super Circuit, he's never been a playable character, mm. which I didn't realize. Yeah, I, I think they get two characters left, and I'm curious what the last eight courses will be because, then I can finally have my crazy 96 track Mario Kart tournament at 200 CC. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I mean, it is a lot of carting, but that's more driving it, than I do in real life in a week. <laughs> I, I have a Mario Kart trophy I made and I want to legitimately have someone take a it's chance on. at it. So 200 CCs seems you, to be the fair way you made you made a Mario Kart I did out of an amiibo. That's funny because I was oh, I was thinking oh, okay. of having a Mario Party uh, night soon. Oh yeah, so yeah. You're all invited. Uh, I will not be funding your airfare though. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we we oh. But you know the story. Mario Mario Party destroys friendships. Yeah, same with yeah, Mario. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we're all adults. We can handle any random dice rolls. We, we're not that close to begin with. I mean, Sean and Kevin might be, but I I barely no, know. I, mean, I, I am from Australia. I that's mean, some some people in the world think doesn't exist, and we're paid actors. But you know, it's a Truman it, it Show. Could be. 
Never know. Australia is where Australia one of my favorite mystery big... people is from. I love unsolved mysteries, and uh, there's the I, I can't think of the, the the guy's name, but it's a famous like unsolved case where a guy was found in Australia, and um, he was like he was his body was found naked, and then he had um like a super rare book. I don't have all the details in front of me, but he had like he had a copy of a super rare book on him and like there's no information on who this guy was it's a really fascinating case i wish i knew more off the top of my head well i mean that's the first i've but, heard of it so but I, i'm thinking uh maybe it was uh momo faking his death is what i'm thinking hey so. could have been you never know truman show well it wasn't it wasn't a super rare book it was just a super <laughs> rare game you see you see yeah but i'm, 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 I'm so totally Totally up for that. Like, Does that we, answer all your questions, Harrison, about the Mario Kart DLC? Yeah, yeah, my, yeah my, my, my general question, did anyone oh, play I haven't it? yet. I've been too busy <laughs> to play, so I want to. I want to. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wave five, I can't believe it. Like, like, like seriously, like, are they just going to release Mario Kart 8 on the new on the new system? Like, because, like, where do we, where do well, we go simple. from here? I was thinking about that. They should just not do a Mario Kart next system, and then they can bring F Zero back, and then everyone's happy. No, what they need to do to finish off to finish off Mario Kart Eight before they even think about it is bring back Block Fort to battle, and then we've completed full circle. That's all they have to do. Bring Block Fort. We got one these DLC mm. pack left. Bring Block Fort back to battle. That's it. That's all I want. I'll play that twenty four seven if I have to. Nintendo, you hear that? Block Please Ford. make Momo's dreams come true. Please, Blockfort. My 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 nineties my nineties childhood dream. I need it back. Oh, oh, oh! Last news item from this: uh, Mario Kart Eight was listed third in sales in the UK this past week, which is just pretty insane. Um, Tears of the, of the Kingdom is still number one. Um, while Final Fantasy 16 is number four right now, they, they yeah. It. But I was surprised. To, I was surprised to see just, I guess, just with having new DLC that this game is still selling that well. I'm still slacking on Tears of the Kingdom, so yes, same here. Yep, me too. I don't want it to end. So I've just been taking it easy. But, 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 but it's it's the Zelda game for like the next five six years. As we like. We kind of talked about this last week about, you know, like the hype is kind of worn down. People are starting to stream it more and everything. And people are still making discoveries. They'll make discoveries for years. You know, you can play the game for until the next one comes mm. out. Okay. So the mystery was called the Summerton Man. I found it. Oh, Summerton. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, and... so that's in Victoria, man. That's where I am. And uh, apparently, the 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 key to the mystery that I couldn't remember is he was found with a weird um, substitution cipher written inside that rare book that there aren't a lot of copies of, uh, and no one's ever been able to solve the puzzle. No one's ever been able to figure out what he was writing. Um, so that's oh, a cool no, mystery. It's, sorry, it's Summerton Park in Adelaide. Sorry, I thought it was Summerton in Victoria, where I live. No, it's in Adelaide. Well, it says, Adelaide is maybe you'll know where this is. He was found lying against a seaside wall on Summerton Beach in Adelaide on December South, 1st, 1948. Yeah. yeah, so that's Adelaide, yeah. So I'm in, I'm in Victoria, which is like uh, the, the state next to him. So we also have a Summerton as well, like a suburb called Summerton as well. So I thought it was here, but no, Summerton Park, Adelaide. I don't know where it is in Adelaide, but I know obviously of Adelaide. 
But, and um, this yeah. article says they might have actually solved the mystery recently, like last year using D. No, twenty twenty two. Yeah, last year using DNA. Okay, I'm gonna have to re- reread this when I'm not doing a podcast. <laughs> but they finally solved it after seventy years. Okay. Oh, your pe- he's got his, his, your interest is peaks now. Yeah. Uh, I finished Mario Odyssey this week, and I want some applause for it. <laughs> I got a. Uh, I got all 880 moons. It was really fun. Wow. I just wish they had a new game plus because believe it or not, after getting the 880 moons, you haven't collected enough coins to buy all the outfits. Mm. They have like a bunch of that they add at the end that are like thousands of coins. <laughs> and it would be nice to start over with like all the outfits. Even if you keep away the story ones and just like, let you start with the the ones that are inconsequential but well for your for your hard work <laughs> awesome anyway. yeah no it's uh th- there's a a few hard ones at the end I'll, I'll say um that that end marathon did take me like two days the final three moons it's a one of those triple moons you have to do like this giant marathon where if you there's no checkpoints if you die you have to start all over oh fun (laughs) i mean obviously there had to be i mean obviously we got the new 2d mario coming which is fine but that means i think this is the new 2d mario is supposed to be like they just slapped it together not slapped it per se put it together so it keeps us keeps us uh eating while while we're waiting for the next like odyssey or 3d mario that's going to come because obviously they get, they're always, they're obviously designed making one clearly after Odyssey being so good. At this point, I'm starting to think there will be a 3D Mario on the next Nintendo system, which I fully believe is coming soon for reasons we'll get to in our rumors section. But Ooh. let's um let's tackle so what's some news. This news that yeah get all yeah. I'm, saving, about. I'm saving the good one. I'll start off with uh. this rather bland piece of news here. Japanese website, the Nikki, has reported that Nintendo Switch has had its best June ever this year, 2023. Uh, Obviously helped by The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which received critical acclaim and sold them a lot of units. The Nintendo Switch family of systems, they're calling it now, I guess because of the OLED and the, the, the handheld one. It managed to sell 380,000 units in Japan. Uh, 68% higher than June of 2022. So that's significant. Yeah. 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 That, not surprised. And um, it's selling, it's selling well, as I said, like it's, it's remained number one in the UK, in the UK for, I don't know how many weeks that is now, four or five weeks. So uh, like it, it, it's, it's not, it's not a surprise to me. Um I wonder how many households actually have a switch in Japan. It's mandatory. 80%. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That would be a good figure to find. Yeah, though. get the maybe I'll 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 table that for next week. We we need a yeah. stats guy. Why, why He's why, on why vacation. Man. It's July. We need a we, we, we need a Jimmy or a or a, a Jamie. I don't watch Joe Rogan, I don't know. Um, I didn't even know I didn't even know he had a stats guy. Is. I've never heard it. Put, put, but yeah, no, no, he has the the video guy where he's always like, you know, pull pull that up, you know, pull up that video or or whatever. Again, I don't, I I I have Apple Music and I don't 
have Spotify. I can teach my dogs a lot of tricks, but that's probably a little much for them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next news item. Super Mario Brothers movie will begin streaming exclusively on Peacock starting Thursday, August 3rd. So we finally know when that's going to streaming. Five people who haven't seen it. There will also be I thought this was interesting. I don't I've I have Peacock, but I've I haven't fired it up uh in forever. So I don't know if this is normal, but it says there's gonna be bonus features on Peacock. Uh, there's gonna be behind the scenes uh, interviews. Some of the is that normal services or? do stuff like that. Okay. It says behind the scenes interviews with cast and other bonus features plus a lyric video for the Peaches song. <laughs> Isn't that the lyrics? Wow! So this is like DVD, like special features, but but like a in God, I missed that. I I could go on and on uh, about my favorite DVD features. It's something that I totally miss. But I'll just short story say the best one I feel like they ever did besides Star Wars. I think they had a lot. Uh, the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies always had like a full extra disc and. I remember the first movie had like a full documentary about like each department. It was that it was like here's here's a forty minute thing about the costume department for Spider Man. Here's forty minutes you know, about what. I know it's not your thing, but being a horror fan and a physical media guy, uh, those always have stuff on them. So. Just start no, that watching was one the of the making. Re- well, of. maybe for horror, but that was one of the reasons I stopped getting physical media. Is they stopped putting that stuff on there. Like I was getting DVDs, especially the Marvel movies. They barely had anything. Um. So moving on, the Final Fantasy franchise is one Harrison sent me. They've passed an impressive sales milestone, reaching 180 million units sold, which is. You know, it is huge, but it's also I'm I'm wondering, what's that low? Is that low for them? No, 180 million. Like so, like a typical successful game will be like five million units. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, isn't it? Doesn't it feel like it's a bit low? Well, that that's the I'm wondering if they're only including the main franchise here because it's uh, it's 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 not. It's not, it's not it's low, not low, but what no, I'm no, saying no. is if they're including every single thing that's connected to Final Fantasy, I, I feel like there's like over 100 games. <laughs> but so, if they're only including the main series, then that's incredible because, you know, 16 games, I, that's an average of over 10 million a game, which obviously. No, it, it, I'm pretty sure it includes everything. Oh, okay. And and I wanted to, I wanted to do some. Some some trivia for you guys, um, uh, and Kevin. The first one might be might be kind of more for you, but anyone can join. Can you can you name the the top five best best selling Final Fantasy games? Or I'll seven. try. Uh, <laughs> uh, se- 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 seven's number one. Um, I was gonna say Ten. seven remake. He was asking me, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, 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 it, it can be, it can be, it can be. Uh, yeah, ten's but... probably in there. Okay, that's all I got. Ten is number four. Uh, ten is number four. Um, I know Final Fantasy VIII outsold seven at the time, so eight is number okay. five. So I remember that because I think eight is numbers. way worse, and I don't like that it outsold seven. 
Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to guess nine since those are all in that same period. Uh, not not nine, but nine was really oh, no. close. That's uh, my favorite one. So 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 number two and three are are, are pretty. Okay, late. so is seven remake on there? Uh, wow. No, not yet. Um, number two is uh, fifteen, and number three 15 is fourteen. Is in the and, top. And, and, that game's so bad. Wow. <laughs> right, but it, it just kind of it just kind of goes to show like the success of like previous titles and like Final Fantasy sixteen is going to be on the on the in the top five when final fantasy done. 15 like besides it, 16 is the only one i haven't finished because it's so boring <laughs> yeah well, but but like like i mean we're talking about sales and we're not talking about you know metacritic scores or anything like that i mean there's been plenty of games that were not so good that that sold well but it just goes to show like the the ongoing success and i wouldn't be surprised if this new um Final Fantasy game, then do seven, whatever we're doing next year is going to be even better. Um, so there have been 12 franchises that have sold more than 200 million units. Uh, 12 franchises that are, that are more than Final Fantasy. Can you name those franchises? I'm going to guess Pokemon. Pokemon's one of them. Okay. Uh, how about you, Sean? Uh, Mario. Mario is number one. Uh, Momo? Mm. Wait, did you say Zelda already? Uh, n- uh, no, uh, Zelda has not sold $200 really? million. Wow. Zelda is number 16. That is surprising. You... Yeah, uh, Zelda, Zelda has sold $140 million in context that... Uh, Breath of the Wild has sold about twenty-eight million I, by far. The I have the a best. random guess based yeah. on a documentary I watched. Um, I'm gonna. I, I'm willing okay. to bet Tetris is in there. Okay, so so you got Tetris is number two, Pokemon's number three, and Mario. Because I feel like one. Tetris has so sold like over three hundred million or something crazy. I remember from a documentary I saw. Yeah, yeah, Tetris. Tetris is like five hundred million. They say. that's insane. It's like yeah. it's like half a billion. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Um, so you get you get the top three. Uh, there's some, there's some pretty there's some pretty obvious ones. Oh, I'll get I also also mentioned that Super Mario is listed separately, and is still at like four hundred million. Is Call almost. of Duty on there? Um, Call of Duty number four. Madden. No, Madden's only American. Never mind. That, yeah, never Ma- mind. That, uh, as soon as I said it, yeah. um, Madden is Madden. Madden is close. So Madden is actually number seventeen. Oh, okay. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is number five. So, so, so that's that's the top six. Um, number seven is a sports game. Probably FIFA. FIFA? If it's yeah, international. FIFA. No, number number eight is the best. Selling sandbox game ever, Minecraft. Minecraft. I never think of that as number, a sandbox game, and it totally is. Or, 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 or whatever. Um, next one on the list, they put down the the Wii series, mm. which was a was a was a packing game, but the Wii series, Wii including Wii Sports, in, including Wii Sports, was over two hundred million. Um, so there's that. And then there are there are three more ahead of Final Fantasy. There is a uh, 
There's the Lego franchise, the Sims franchise, and Assassin's Creed. Oh, wow. Assassin's Creed sold that much? So, so I think about it because, you know, eventually, I mean, this franchise is, is going to pass 200 million, which is, which in my opinion is this huge milestone. And the only franchises above that are like, you know, huge. it's crazy because you didn't like, list it. That means that Final Fantasy has sold more games than Star Wars, which yeah, there's that, like a thousand yeah. Star Wars games. Yeah, but Final Fantasy has been around True. a long, long, like, well, no, no, no right around the same time they've been around. Yeah. Yeah, there were Star Wars games on the NES. True. Yeah, that's true. Uh, to be to be fair, I mean Lego is is listed above Final Fantasy, and they include the Lego Star Wars games. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's the only one I think. That's the only one on this list that would be yeah that would be like that. But Star Wars, I don't see it. I don't see it on. I don't think they've sold a hundred million. Honestly. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, and and, and then after after like Zelda, Resident Evil, uh, Need for Speed, Sonic, you know, you get things like Madden and Two K. Oh, Star Wars, one hundred twenty-four million. There it is. Okay, so still less than um, Final Fantasy, though. That's so. So it's n- number nineteen on the yeah, list. That's that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I think that I think that's gonna be a big milestone and. Considering the hype of Final Fantasy coming into 2024, perhaps they they, they reach it in the next in the next you know few years. Oh, they'll I definitely. See if Final Fantasy 16's got a lot of hype behind it, so the series isn't going anywhere. If anything, that'll just yeah. make well, Final Fantasy 17 come out quicker. Because there was like a lull, yeah. I feel well, like, where they were trying to milk their MMORPGs, like 14 and 11. I feel like the reason that 13 got so many sequels as they were like we don't want to do a final fantasy 15 because 14 the online one is giving us so much money so they didn't do a 15 forever and what's the new seven game coming out next year i'm so lost the which one because they're doing not the remake you're talking about not the like like the the one day the one day just announced the one day just showed the trailer for the the okay, massive so one. Okay, so what you're talking about the mobile game? Is it a mobile uh, game? I, if 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 we're talking about the same one, they're doing a mobile game, which is basically it's taking so the the remake is like a reimagining of Final Fantasy VII, and the mobile game is doing is basically for people like me who are like, can you just give me the same game but updated? So what they're doing is they're mm. they're updating Final Fantasy VII, um, but they're also including everything that's been connected to the story. So it's your, if you want to experience like all the spinoff games and side series, they're doing a mobile game that takes you through everything related to Final Fantasy VII in chronological order. So you can see the entire story. And that's more of what I'm interested oh. in because I don't like that they're changing the story. I'm like, give just give the new generation an, a, a, a way to experience the great story you had to begin with. That's that's kind of cool, though. I, I mean, Over some six discs. certain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, certain franchises don't take advantage or or not in the right way, like educate their 
their their audience of the the history of the franchise. And sometimes it doesn't matter so much, but um, with sixteen so games, then then yeah, I mean it's it's cool that they do that, and and that's just gonna. I'm sure funnel more people into into that franchise and make people say, "Oh, I should go back and buy or play the the other game." It's called Ever Crisis if we're talking about the same game. I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, Ever Crisis is going to include stuff from like the prequel game um, with Zach. I can't remember the name of that game off the top of my head. Crisis Core. It's going to include Crisis Core. It's going to include chapters from the anime. It's going to include chapters from the the Advent Children movie. Basically, anything that's ever had Final Fantasy VII's label on it, it's going to take you through it, including the actual Final Fantasy VII story. So I, I think it's going to get released in chapters, they've said, and it's a mobile game. And what did you include in the notes about Final Fantasy 2? Oh, that was just because Sean and I were talking this week. He he was playing Final Fantasy 1, and I just wanted to, if it came up, uh, talk about why Final Fantasy 2 is bad. Because um, <laughs> you asked me... Sean texted me this week asking why people think two is bad because he hasn't started it yet, right? You still haven't started it, right? No, I just got the airship in one. Okay. So, yeah, and I just had some answers for him, which Final Fantasy two is bad because of the leveling system. So you don't gain any experience points in the game. They it, it It's kind of like Skyrim where um you level things based on how you use them but it's not done well in any way. So you end up doing this thing where like you need to level your cure spell so that it works better. So you end up curing party members that are already at full health. So you're just wasting the spell using it over and over again, just so it levels up. But then your party members aren't gaining any hit points because in order to gain hit points, they have to finish the fights with less hit points. And then all, there's a million like different variations of that problem, and what it results in is you can't enjoy the story of the game because you're so focused on like every battle, you're you're focused on what stats are going to change by the end of it, and you never see the bigger picture. That was that note. Okay. <laughs> um, and this this brings us to the thing that I saw right as we started to record. This was the news story that made me go oh my goodness you hyped this up i hyped you up and you're going to be very disappointed Uh, (laughs) it's something that i love though and it's another thing to add to the list of switch games that i'll never finish this list this is like eight games now i i need to buy limited run games has concluded their 2023 showcase there was a lot of content revealed and some of it for nintendo switch the final announcement they had for their presentation is that it features the return of a video game franchise that hasn't seen a new game in over 20 years. Limited Run Games and Square Enix have announced that the Gex trilogy will be included on the Switch. So you're going to get Gex, Enter the Gecko, Gex 3 Deep Cover Gecko, and the one that's just called Gex. Um, (laughs) No release date at this time. That's actually kind of cool. Talk about it'll be coming to the nin- past. It'll be coming to Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, PC, 
and that's it. <laughs> wasn't wasn't the original on Sega? I don't uh, know where they started. Uh, uh, no, it was and no, it was that weird system like 3DO Play- or something was the first uh, Gex game. Um, it, yeah, it was uh, it was supposed to be like a mascot. He was supposed to be like a mascot for one of them. Was it 3DO? I'm trying to look it up really quick right now. Oh, I thought, I thought original Saturn, was no, it was on the Sega Saturn and PlayStation. Oh, oh, wait, no, it was released for 3DO. 3D, 3DO was where it started, yeah. And it, yeah. It, he was, uh, they were, the 3DO was kind of relying on him to sell their systems, but then they ended up releasing it on everything else, so it didn't help them at all. Yeah, because I think <laughs> I remember, I remember playing it on Sega Saturn. But yes, it was on Saturn. The first game was on Saturn, PC, PlayStation, everything but Nintendo, actually, for that generation. <laughs> Wow. And then Nintendo 64 wow. got the sequel, Enter the Gecko. You know what? I think this is actually a good news story. Yeah, that that's pretty awesome, actually, because I never... Good job, Kevin. <laughs> I never beat Enter the Gecko, so now yeah. I could. Yeah, same here. I never, I never beat... I don't think I beat any of them. That's actually the, the only one I've played, and I liked it. Uh, I had the Nintendo 64 version, and I, I finished it because it's a Mario 64-type game, and starting to realize those are my favorite type of game so i'll definitely be getting this you know well this game that's another it's, trilogy it's, uh, it, of older games to sit on my switch along with the crash bandicoot games and the spyro collection <laughs> put it right next to metal gear solid or, <laughs> oh, yeah. or that too yeah, you know, whatever else, whatever else is coming out in the next year no that that's a good story i'm glad you found that out yeah yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, I didn't really like, like Gex, man. Like the reviews for this game are all over the place. Like you have like game rankings giving it a sixty, but then you have Game Informer giving it like a nine out of ten. Like, like people either loved or hated this game. <laughs> I'd say it's somewhere in the middle. I mean, I, like I said, I only played the second one, and the second one was you know it was a serviceable game, but. If they price it right, like if it's priced the same as the the trilogies that I listed, I bought those, so I'll buy this. Mm. No, and, I, and it's I think, probably also something that'll end up on like Game Pass and PlayStation Plus and yeah, something. It, yeah, exactly. I, I I think I think this would be a perfect Game Pass. Hundred percent. Especially like Game Pass Mobile, like you you can just use the um, just like the if you don't have the controller, you can just use the what do you call it the heads up, like joystick, virtual joystick. So the rumors that I teased earlier, it's not anything big. In fact, it's something we've said on this podcast before, but uh, the rumors for the next Nintendo Switch console, uh, there was more talk this week from, you remember I brought up at one point there was a manufacturer that works with Nintendo. Um, Apparently they have a large order that they, you know, won't say what it is, but they wouldn't say either way. It's not, like, uh, but the, apparently it's been found out that they have a large order of like millions of these metal cases that they make uh, for, oh, I lost it. I think it was March of next year. It was something in the first quarter of 2024. And I, I uh, obviously people are speculating and they're actually pretty much saying they're like, you know, if they announce the new system in October, that would be the exact timetable the Switch used. So just just a little bit interesting there. And I'm really starting to believe a new system might come next year, even if it's not first quarter. 
and new 3D Mario with it. Saying it now. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm with you. I think they're gonna the the game that's gonna open with the new console will be a Mario game, a 3D Mario. Zelda will be ported over. The Zelda, like the, I, they'll probably do like the breath, like a collection, Breath of the Wild and Tear, Tears of the Kingdom, like a collection together. Probably be come well, over as well. Yeah, last week we reported them saying something about how uh, this wasn't like a confirmed thing, but it was rumors that the next system will be compatible with the same library. So that would be good. Yeah. And then hopefully all I want from this new system is just a bit more power. If it's handheld or whatever, just a bit more power. So you, you can give the give the system a chance to, you know, just, I mean, I don't care. Like Zelda looks like Tizzy Kim looks amazing, but if it had a bit more oomph to it, a bit more oomph, I'll be a little bit more happy with it. But I mean, I'm happy with the switch I have now, but I mean, I just want Nintendo just to, I, I know they're not in the, like console, like Xbox has like, oh, this is a 12 teraflop, you know, like 4K, 30s. <laughs> you know, I, I don't need Nintendo to be like that, you know. Nintendo just do Nintendo, but I just want them to have a bit more, a bit more oomph in their system. So yeah. I, I, was... I, mean, I mean, it's going through the announcements they listed. There's one other one that's awesome, at least to me. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a Jurassic Park collection coming out with all the old games. Ooh. Oh, sweet. I remember the old Nintendo so you, one? You could maybe actually beat the Super Nintendo one now. So. With save states, yeah, because there was no way to save your progress in that game at all. Not even a password system. You know what? I remember it's a that long game. game. I remember that game. One of the things I remember is the had a, I had like a voice, like a bit of voice cues now and again yep. in that game. Yeah. And I remember the first in the first level, all I heard was "Welcome to Jurassic Park." And it had like yep. a first-person point of view when you went inside the buildings, which was rare mm. at the time. Yeah. All right, that, that that's I was just looking, but yeah, it's like five games. It, that's I cool. don't know. I might get that. <laughs> nah, man, nice, nice. More more old more old games come to Switch. Yeah, but like direct, like a game like that, it like that's a game like it was probably when I was younger, it's too too hard for me to finish. I don't remember finishing yeah. that game. So to go back now as an adult to play it. Not only for nostalgia, but to actually finish it is, um, yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. And since it was a nice. slow news week, I had an idea where uh, I, I, I grabbed this really quick. I went to the Nintendo page on Metacritic and just thought it might be fun to run down a couple of uh, Nintendo's highest rated games on Metacritic and say whether we think it is overrated or underrated depending on the score it got so or appropriately rated if you want to say that (laughs) um so yeah i I figured this would be a fun little exercise this is all of nintendo's highest rated nintendo metacritic titles the number one and i've heard this is the top game on metacritic full stop is Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time still has a 99 Metacritic score. Greatest of all time. I would say that's a little overrated, but it's just my opinion. My my philosophy is there's no game that's a 99, so it's overrated. The user score is 9.1. I'd say say that is underrated. That's fine. I would give it a 9.5. But yeah. Like... like, 
I, I don't I don't have I don't have decimals or percentages in my <laughs> mind, but 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 yeah, like like I wouldn't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't give my my favorite game of all time a, a hundred or a ninety nine. Like and and like that's where Metacritic kind of loses me sometimes because like people review bomb and then people then yeah. uh, respond with like perfect scores and I'm like no like Tears of the Kingdom was not a perfect game it's it's amazing it's one of my favorite games but it's not a perfect game that that's our little rant yeah I agree and uh, uh, so I have a feeling most of these were going to come away saying overrated but still a good game <laughs> but the next the Let's next see. game on the list is Super Mario Galaxy is a 97 on Metacritic 9.1 audience score as well I'm gonna say that's, that's overrated. It's a, a little overrated, and I really like that game. So, I, I really like that game. I wouldn't. I would not give it a nine out of ten. I don't. Think. It, I, I'm gonna say overrated because it's not my top Mario game. So, I, having recency bias right now, I think Odyssey might be my favorite 3D Mario, and yeah, that's not even in the games I can see right now. So. Odyssey should be in that spot, not Galaxy. Any thoughts on Galaxy, Momo? Um, I, I mean, Galaxy's. I, I like. I mean, when it first came out, I loved Galaxy. I mean, Odyssey's like Odyssey's like an evolved version of Galaxy and sixty four together. I feel. Yep. I mean, oh, except yeah. for the except for the obviously the mechanics in space and stuff like that, but like the I mean the settings are set in space, but like the mechanics itself and all the things that in every Mario game, you got all the mechanics and, and most things in every Mario game prior to Odyssey are actually in Odyssey. So if you think about it, Odyssey is a wrapped up package with everything all together. Mm-hmm. So I still, I, I, so you can, you can't argue that Odyssey is the definitive, like a definitive version of the Mario three, like six, like Mario 64, Mario 3d, which I, yeah. I, I, I'm with, you know. But that said, like, the nostalgia of playing those games when they all came out and stuff like that, you can't really, you know, at a time when the Wii came out and stuff like that and, and like that. So, I mean, it's hard for me to pick between the two. But, I mean, I do love Galaxy, but I think Odyssey is, like, it capulates everything that Mario is in one game, if that makes sense. So I can't give you an answer. That's I'm just going <laughs> to go with the handball. <laughs> well, I don't know if anyone has yeah. any different thoughts on this game, but... Pretty predictably, the next one up is Super Mario Galaxy Two with the same rating. Oh no! I, oh, really? I, I I was I was thinking the next one was another N sixty four game, uh, which I'm sure is somewhere on this list. Golden Eye. Uh, yeah, there's there's gonna be a few more. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I overrated. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's I think it's less good than Galaxy 1, so I wouldn't put it that high. Mm. Yeah, I think Galaxy 1 was better than Galaxy 2. Yeah. Next up, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild has a 97, which yeah. I feel is closer to appropriately rated than Ocarina of Time was, but I feel like they're both like 95s to me. I texted Sean this week. I keep telling Sean. I keep saying on here everything I text Sean. But um, I texted him this week about like I was like they give out too many 10 out of 10s on the Internet these days. I, there's probably been mm-hmm. a handful of 10 out of 10s in my life. And uh, the, I, I stand by that. And it's 97 funny. is pretty I was close. Yeah. 
thinking about it, the only one I could come up with was Link to the Past. Oof. That's definitely yeah. I'd say that's a ten out of ten because if it were longer, you know, it would lose something. But it's like the perfect like amount yeah. of time to take and yeah. But that that's literally all I could come up with. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean for me, I still I still I think I think nostalgia plays a big part of it and like being young as well. So for me, like Ocarina of Time, I'm cool with it being ninety nine. You know, but that's just because like a nostalgia and as as a, as a kid and playing with my dad and stuff like that and things like that. That's why I still, in my mind, it's still a perfect game. So, and I, I can't, I can't change it. It's just like, it's, it's in me that, that occurred. And the fact of the matter that I see it in this modern age, number one above everything else still puts a smile on my face. And then the next game is also a 97 perfect dark for the Nintendo 64. Was that the game you were thinking, no. Harrison? <laughs> no, because, no, because we haven't gotten to uh, Mario 64 yet. <laughs> so, Have we? having spent a lot of time with Perfect Dark, multiplayer is really fun, but yes. no, the, the campaign is not worth it being a 97. No, yeah, that one I would say is the most overrated so far. Like, yes, the battle mode's great. Can you even play the campaign anymore? <laughs> You know, well, like what, what? What's the uh, audience score on this one? Audience score is an eight point eight for Perfect Dark. Okay, that 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 seems a lot better. Okay, okay, because because yeah, like like a lot of this is seen, is is feeling like like I think if you're giving Perfect Dark a ten out of ten, that means more, more than likely you grew up playing this game and you loved it. Like I don't know, but maybe maybe that's, that's just my bias. Like yeah, I think. I, I a, think you're completely it's right. It's a really fun game. This is definitely scored off of people's memory of the game and not having played it recently. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next yeah, is I, yeah, Metroid I, I Prime, like, a 97. The audience score is a nine. Uh, I can't say because I haven't really sat down with the remake, so I don't know. Well, this is the GameCube version. <laughs> well, I, I hadn't hadn't played that version either, so I, I can't say. That feels pretty good. I, I mean, that's that's way too high for me, but that, I mean, it feels pretty good. I mean, that was that was a, an amazing. I'd game. say the audience and, and score all... there is right as well. Like a nine's good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel pretty good about that. Um, it was again an awesome game when it came out, um, and mm. I'm and it's, it's, it's still great today. But there's going to be nostalgia based on that game. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember playing it on the GameCube, so I can't really give you a um, an accurate like view on it. So, but I mean, That's from the what only way I've played it on the GameCube yeah. on a CRT TV back in oh, the day, that big square thing. <laughs> yep, magic. I still haven't played the remake yet. That's on my giant list of Switch games to play. <laughs> the ever growing yep, Switch I, list. Uh... Yep. Started it and then yeah, haven't gone back to it since when that came out, February. <laughs> okay. And next oh it was on here. So next is Super Mario Odyssey. I guess it just didn't get as many votes. It's cause these are all still ninety sevens. Next yeah. game it switches down to a ninety six, but these are all ninety sevens. <laughs> okay. And audience score Odyssey is an eight point nine. Okay. So what's so what's 96? It drops to a 96 for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Wii U. I guess they separated them. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Metacritic does does do that, and that and that's fair. I mean, I mean, some, I mean, there's certain games that are horrible or horrible ported. Um, uh, okay, do, do, do they have Super Nintendo on Metacritic, or is that too early? I don't think so. I don't see any on this list. The oldest Nintendo system on this list is Game Boy Advance. Uh, uh, right, right. Because I know that when I, I know that, like, uh, for example, like Golden Sun ha- is like a must play for Metacritic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Super Nintendo, like, I would assume that that link to the past would be somewhere up here if it was an actual Metacritic score. Um, and then another ninety-six is GoldenEye 007. There it is. <laughs> audience score so, is an so, eight point so, nine. So the audience score is. Point one better than Perfect Dark. Yeah, that's because the bloody right. multiplayer. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Again. It, it, exactly. It's the multiplayer. It's not the. Yeah. I mean, I say the campaign's a little more playable in that, but it's it's the it's all the multiplayer. Same with the Perfect Dark. It's it's, it's forget the story, mate. It's everyone played that game because of the multiplayer. You know, I'm I'm so so surprised, like how how relevant. And how many like references that game still makes today? Like there are there are multiple NBA teams that during timeouts they use the uh, the pause the pause screen music from GoldenEye. Hmm. Uh, like multiple teams still do that now because like it's something that sticks in like people's minds that are like our age. And then it's just a flood of Zelda. I'll, <laughs> I'll read these quick so. Next is 96, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Audience mm-hmm. score is a nine. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, I wouldn't go that high with that one, but okay. Exact same score for Wind Waker. I agree with that. So. <laughs> okay. Um, slightly lower score for Tears of the Kingdom, but it's a newer game and it probably got review bombed. Uh, the It's a 96 uh metacritic score but the audience score is an 8.5 instead of a nine i haven't played enough where i could even judge it it, yeah yeah exactly and 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 review bombs are real because 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 there is so much hype for this game and yeah if it's popular i mean people are going to review bombs. this shouldn't count okay so the next we're dropping down a point to 95 now and the first one at 95 is the Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition on GameCube, which was just a win. It was just an Ocarina of Time and a Majora's Mask disc. Really? And the audience okay. score on that is 8.9. I have it, but I wouldn't count it as its own thing. It was, I think it was a pre order uh, reward, too. I don't think they sold it. But anyway. Uh, 95, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, audience score 9.1. And then it made it on here, Harrison. 95, The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past for the Game Boy Advance. Oh. And it's got a 9 well, for I, an audience I, score. I mean, that that's a I actually like 98 that. if you're going to put a number on it, but okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, didn't think about that. So I, I think... I think at the end we reached it. I, I I think I was pretty much overrated for most of these based on my own feelings and philosophy. But I think I think at the end we got there. I think that one is 
correctly rated. I mean, this list is so it's obviously just the more popular games get voted on, but there's so much missing from Nintendo's history. Uh, mm -hmm. It's pretty much all just Mario and Zelda on here well, and that's one the, Smash Brothers game. Well, that's but if you think about it, Mario and Zelda are their two pillars of their. It gets really weird at the end. I'm going to drop down to 93. So towards the end of the list, Flipnote Studios on the DS has a 93. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's in their top rated games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is this is also Metacritic. Though. Yeah. Like 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 Metacritic is very is very consumer, and and it's there to give you information on specific games on specific systems, which is which is good because again like there's plenty of remakes, plenty of ports that are just not good. So, oh, um, there is a Mario Kart on here too. Okay, which one? That's the big uh, question. Mario Kart Super, Super Circuit. Circuit for Game Boy Advance. Just get boom. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had no idea. I'm just guessing. No, but I'm just now noticing like the top like 20 are just Zelda and Mario back and forth. Zelda, Mario, Zelda. Oh, no, there was the Metroid and the Perfect Dark and the Golden Eye. Okay. But pretty much the majority of this list is Zelda and Mario and Zelda, Mario, Guns. Yeah. Zelda, Mario, Guns. <laughs> and then towards the bottom, just making the first page because that's all I took the notes from. Banjo Kazooie has a 92 audience score of a 9.2, so that matches perfectly. And then Advance Wars, hmm. also a 92 audience score 8.8. .8. So just something I thought was worth looking at. It's uh, we you know we didn't have to go through the whole thing, and anyone can load up metacritic if they want to know more about it uh it's just uh it's interesting interesting to see what is so commercially successful i thought smash brothers would have been higher on here that's interesting mm. yeah you'd think that wouldn't you and mario kart since everybody owns it but okay let's head on over to the spotlight game everybody play their dynamite heady this week uh, not me. Uh, unfortunately, yep. due to work, I've been out of out of commission on gaming. But I look forward to listening to your. <laughs> Have you ever thoughts. played Dynamite, Hetty? No, exactly. That's why I said I'm looking. Okay. Well, it was a Sega Genesis game. Came out August fifth, nineteen ninety four. I never played this back in the day, but I kind of wish I had, because I feel like this would have been a perfect rental game. Um, I didn't get too into it now, but I, what I'm saying is like, I feel like if this was my only game to play for a weekend, I could have gotten hugely into it, but like yeah. with all the modern distractions, get, yep. it just didn't hold me. I got yep. to the second level and I couldn't get past that and I didn't get into it enough to keep going, but I like that I didn't know treasure made it. So I like that company, obviously sin and mm -hmm. punishment. But, uh, yeah, I, for a brief moment, I got it mixed up with Decap Attack, which is similar, I guess. I don't think you yeah, have power-ups for your head in that, though. No, but you do do, like, headbutts. But I liked that concept of it, that you swapped out your head for different power-ups. And I like that they do the, the stage play thing, like Mario 3. Yeah, it looked like the. I was gonna say that the curtain 
that they separate it looks identical to the Mario Super Mario Brothers 3 curtain. Yes. Yes, that that, that is that is the biggest point. I the, the number one the first thing I put on my on my sheet for this game. It's that it feels very much inspired by Super Mario Brothers 3, which you know me, that's fine. <laughs> like that like like that like that is that is perfectly fine. But I, you know going along with that, I just like I love as much as this game, I think lacks focus. I mean, there's there's 18 power ups in the game, which I think is way too much. They're they're constantly throwing random stuff at you. I love the ambition from this from this game. Um, it's too much, and that's okay. Like I, I I think I think that's all right. Like they tried so many different ideas, so many different quirky things. Like I love all the all the cat bosses in this game. <laughs> oh um, yeah, yep. I I, I did. I just think that like they, I, this feels like a game where they were throwing so many different things at the board that they loved and they just wanted to keep all of it. Whereas I feel like they could have made like another game after this and made it less like cut the power ups in half, you know, yeah. just, and, but I mean, I, I mean, I enjoyed this game much more than um, Earthworm Jim, which I, related to a lot uh yeah i found that that the the animations and the characters were more lively i had i didn't have as many problems with the assets in the background earthworm jim i had so many problems with not knowing which were assets and which were like yeah things you're supposed to hit uh so yeah also i want to know if if cuphead was inspired by this game oh. because the amount of the amount of overly over the top huge bosses that take up your entire screen, and then you got to get real close and hit them. Yeah, and right. this this very much feels like a get good game, and I feel like yeah, Cuphead might have been inspired by Dynamite Heady. So I wonder. maybe it's because I I was a Nintendo household when I was a kid, but am I crazy or are platformers on Genesis just more difficult? Uh, the ones that I played as a kid are, are 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 more difficult. I mean, some of them are. The one you mentioned, though, Decap Attack, I don't think is that difficult. There's there's like, I'd say there's a range. Okay, because, I mean, for what's on the service, so you know, I yeah, for what's what, on the, the service third, that they the, do, I think have more difficult ones. The third Genesis <laughs> game we've done, but I, I liked it, and like Kevin said, like if it was a rainy weekend like we had and. It's like, no, that's it. You have Dynamite Heady or go read a book. Then I probably would have got further in it because I enjoyed it. But right. I was just kind of was like, wow, this is really challenging. Yeah, I feel like I missed right. the boat on this one because I don't know about you guys. This, this My like entire history with the Sega Genesis, I feel like is like a handful of franchises. Like obviously Sonic. I got huge into Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, yeah. Echo the Dolphin. Vector Man, um, Streets of Rage. That was a big one. Streets of Rage, uh, Maximum Carnage, Aladdin, Hyperstone Heist. Hmm. That might be it. Don't forget <laughs> oh, the, I played don't the Michael forget, Jackson game. That, 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 that's still a lot. <laughs> yeah, don't forget Lion King as well on the Genesis as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Lion King is historically difficult. Oh, that was a tough game. I, I'm so happy. It, 
I'm so happy I grew up and then I realized that other people had difficulty with that game. <laughs> oh god, the the monkey level, man. Didn't oh, they reveal yeah. that they made that like impossible on purpose or something? <laughs> right. Right, be, be, because I mean, I mean, we had I mean, but like yeah, growing up I just thought I just wasn't that good. But I'm I'm happy to know that it, that it was just very uh just just very it's very difficult. Even Aladdin, yeah. um, even Aladdin was tough. Yeah. Aladdin yeah. was tough. It, and and I learned I, I watched I watched uh, uh, SNES drunk video on this game and apparently the the Japanese version of this game is easier. Uh, apparently they toned down the assets in this game and the bosses are actually easier in the Japanese version, which is hmm. not 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 right. That's not that's not the that, way it's supposed to go. Not how that works? It's supposed to be the yeah, other way around. Yeah, that's not, that's not the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> and. Oh, and, and, and also, I want to know, I, I've Kevin, we talked about this when we did uh, Earthworm Jim, but what's the, what's the deal with using popular classical music in these older 90s games? Like, they used the Nutcracker on the, the second boss. I have a theory. And, go ahead. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just guessing that I think it's because the cartoons that kids were watching at the time did the same thing. And, you know, oh, yeah. it probably mostly stems from Bugs Bunny when he would do like opera and other classic things like that that were, you know, public domain. So the cartoon could use it. That's a big part of it, probably, is the public domain sure. part. But yeah, I think it's because, like, if you watched like Tiny Toons and Animaniacs and even, even the Looney Tunes at the time, I think we're all doing it. So, like, you know, this is something kids like. They think it's funny when you put classical music in things. Sure. I mean, I think there's that connection, and then perhaps it's just a way to make it a little bit cheaper, yep. as well. Because um, I, it's not something that I necessarily enjoy because it's it just seems like such a it feels like a like a, a commercial. Um, it feels so generic. Um, but yeah. Oh, I do. I do really enjoy the the mini games in this game. I just it feel has like mini the two games? The, oh, I didn't even know it had like, those. Like there's the the basketball one know. which which <laughs> like I I unlocked the basketball mini game. I have no idea how a couple of times. <laughs> That's the best and uh, like but, that happens a lot in older older games where you're like, "Okay, I I got this for I'm, some I'm reason." Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 just like you're doing improv. You're just yeah. like, "Yes and, yes, yes and." Um so yeah, I played the basketball one where you have to like use your head to to shoot the baskets that are like flying over you. Um, <laughs> I think you, I think you can skip it, but there's so there's there's nine or there's eight. The Sonic nine, the Sonic video games had that. You remember like the thing where you would have to walk in the 3D environment into like the, oh, the balls the and change the color. Yeah. I mm -hmm. never knew yeah. how you triggered that. Yeah. So there's eight or nine mini games and then that and then if you complete all all of them that gives you a password for the the secret level at the end of the game which is just really funny because like you you could just get the password from your friend you know um but like or like now it would never work of course because it's just going to be on on the internet but that's the way right. you got to the secret level I miss that, just that whole, like, mystery and, like, urban legend-y, like, 
finding passwords and oh did you know this and it's just it's gone now mm. but i like you know, like i said i enjoyed my time with it uh i'm kind of surprised they didn't try to revive him on like dreamcast or something with one 3d game it, well this is the the closest they came to doing that is it's in the classics collection that they have yeah and isn't it but, on the the sega genesis mini uh, yeah. I, yep. Yes. I. Yeah. I, I think so. And and do you know why this game is game is like single player? Because I think that would have been another just just another easy selling point as well. Um, now you could just pass the controller, but I think if this game is multiplayer, that would have helped. I could see that. Yeah. Just. I think that's just kind of an odd choice they made. I don't know. So since since my audio was lost forever, um, Mario Party I put it number ten. Okay. So I probably would put hey, Dynamite. Hey, oh, Eddie. Whoa, I got more notes. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna give my spot, but okay. Spots at the end. You got to build suspense. <laughs> my notes are actually kind of a tangent, though. It was uh, something that this because this is called a mascot uh, platformer is like a a, a term they mm-hmm. use for this type of game. I just thought before we rank it real quick, uh, I got these notes on the history of Sega mascots, which I thought was really interesting. So I didn't know this, but do you all know who Sega's first mascot was? Uh, I used is, to. Isn't that, <laughs> that that red little that red circle thing with glasses? Nope. That well, maybe <laughs> their first mascot was a rabbit. Uh, that they put in all the instruction booklets for the Sega SG-1000. His name was Professor Azobin. He was a little rabbit, really? and maybe he was red with glasses. I don't know. But he was. they would put him in every single instruction booklet because he was their mascot. And then from there, Professor Azobin was briefly replaced by something that I think is a way better name, briefly replaced by a human-looking character called Dr. Games. Dr. Games. Dr. Games is way better. <laughs> he replaced Azabin for 12 games. That's it. And then the rabbit returned. So, hey, Dr. Games here. I'm here to tell you about <laughs> your games. I love Dr. Games. So I looked him up. He's just a generic rabbit in a suit. Yeah. Look up Dr. Games. <laughs> I know. I looked up the uh, I looked up the um, the character I saw about it. His name was Cool Spot. This is now the Dr. Games oh. podcast. Yeah, Cool Spot was one of I'm the only one when licensed games, games were pretty good. All right, so from Dr. Games, it went back to uh, Professor Azabin. And then they got a little a little weird with it for some reason. They, they, they changed their mascot to Opa Opa, which is a spaceship from Fantasy Zone. And they had so, that as their mascot for some reason. Dr. Games is creepy. He's got no knees. Uh, but the problem with that was Fantasy Zone was available on other consoles, so they were like, this is not going to work as a mascot. So then they mm-hmm. moved on to Alex Kidd. Yep. We all know okay. Alex Kidd. He's the weird monkey-looking kid. And he had Who six has... games. Yeah, and then and they're Sonic... all terrible. <laughs> they're all terrible, <laughs> I guess. Alex Kidd had six games, and then Sonic the Hedgehog dropped and changed everything. So just thought I'd say that. 
I like the history of the Sega mascots. I love Dr. Games. This is now the Dr. Games podcast <laughs> featuring Nintendo. Um, How was Kid Chameleon not considered like for a mascot for them? I think there's more that they considered that are not on this list because I definitely saw an article related to this that they considered Toe Jam and Earl for their mascot for a brief second, but, but Toe Jam and Earl were determined to be too American for uh, international oh, audiences. Okay. <laughs> the hedgehog was a little more, you know, global. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what's American about two aliens. Like they look, not, they don't even look human, but whatever. Probably the hip hop angle. So can I give my where it is now? No, you go last. So Harrison. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, where do you rank it? Uh, Sean, go ahead. I'd put it at like 12th because I enjoyed it. I just unfortunately didn't get into it enough to really spend more time with it. So So below Dreamland? Yeah, like it's probably the best Sega game we've played. Um, Okie dokie. And where did you say you put uh, Mario so Party? So Mario Party's number 10. One, two, three, four. Oh, I already had it on there. Okay. You need to have numbers on this list. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll work on that next week. <laughs> Harrison, where are you going with Dynamite Hetty? Uh, I'll, I'll go number nine. So it's going to be between Sin and Punishment and Demon's Crest. And I feel pretty good about that. I mean, I I enjoyed this game. Um, I don't think there's, um, I don't think that there's enough nostalgia surrounding a lot of these older like Saturday morning cartoon games. But it's definitely a game to 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 play. I just don't know. I just don't know if you're ever gonna stumble upon it. You know, that's that's just yeah. my own thing. And I ranked it right below. Wait, where's my list? Here we go. Uh, I ranked it right below Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, just because I, I like that as a puzzle game. Keeping the Sega games together here, though. So that's kind of like towards the lower middle, but still the middle of my list there. Yep. It's actually the top of the bottom 10, if that makes sense. It's 10 okay. from the bottom. Okay, so not 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 any Sega games really cracking, you know, top top eight territory for us. They, uh, you know, what? I won't spoil it. But there is a Sega Genesis game on the service that will be in my top ten for sure. I I have one as well, but we'll see if it comes up. Speaking of what comes up, let's see what we are playing next time. Super Nintendo, I'm guessing. Close. There is a version of this on Super Nintendo. Okay. It selected the Game Boy Advance version. So I think this is our first Game Boy Advance game, isn't it? Yeah. I believe so. Um, Yes. So the confusingly titled Super Mario World Super Mm. Mario Advance 2 is what we'll be playing. I have not not played this version. Okay. I've obviously played Super Mario World. 
So is uh, there a difference? I yes, there is. I want to say they. Yeah. What What is the difference, Momo? Because they added stuff to them, didn't they? Yeah. Um. The uh, let's see, Super Mario Two remake of Super Mario World Game Boy Advance. The game centers around Mario with the help of Yoshi. Rescue Peach. What's the? Di- I, I remember. There's, I know there's differences, but I can't remember what. I know the game's so old. Yeah, it's, I know they I'm added not- levels to some of them with the e-reader cards, and on the Switch Online, they let you just like select those levels. But at the time, there was like a peripheral where you'd you'd attach this thing to your Game Boy Advance, and you had to swipe a trading card through it. And it would unlock levels um, for certain games, and this these were one of them. Well, a lot of people are saying that the original. I'm just looking up here. They said the original on the the original Super Mario World was be- is better than the Super Mario Advance Two. A lot of people are saying that the second one they just they added they. A lot of people are saying they downgraded graphics, music, no shoulder buttons to sp- like the few people actually don't like the advanced version. Wonderful I'm reading. Well, we uh, can have you know what? Let's talk about, <laughs> let's just talk let's just talk about both versions next week. Like we I'm sure there's games we should have done this for already, but why not? Yeah. Cuz that way yeah. we can t- knock two off the list and we don't have to uh we don't have to redraw Super Mario World when it comes up. Yeah. Yeah, let, yeah let's get it, let's get it over with. All right. I mean, so you right. can knock yeah. uh, the Yoshi's Island one out then, right? Um, um. Well. Yeah, well. That's true. That that that, that is true. Is, is that the only one on the list? It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Which one is? Uh. Yep. Mario Advance Three, Yoshi's Island. And Mario Advance Four, you can knock off too. Actually, Why, what's, what's Mario no, Advance Four? You can knock all of them off. We've <laughs> so Mario Advance Four was Mario Three. Oh, We're we've done, done Mario. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so you this can knock the, all of them. It's funny that it picked this one because that's the only one of them we haven't covered yet is Super Mario World. Well, yeah. there you go. All right, so just we'll have conf- a big Super Mario discussion next week, <laughs> and we'll discuss. Uh, let's play all of those and talk about how they all compare to their originals. That sounds like it'll fill some time. Because <laughs> I feel like it's going to be another slow news week. There's It's, it's summer. There's not a lot going on. Oh, you never know, mate. Hey, when is um TGS? Is in a few weeks. That's in September. Game show? Oh, so t- oh. Well, I feel so, like it was yeah, earlier. I, no. I think it's September. So, if I'm I right, I feel like it's going to be another one slow company. Maybe one company has a presentation left that hasn't done one, or an no. outlet. I'm not positive. Well, they're not going to top that Gex announcement. Well, uh, didn't they, uh, yesterday, didn't they um, Xbox do like an ID at Xbox showcase? Like a day or so ago? Xbox is the one company I don't pay any attention to. Mm. I don't have any bias against them. I just don't own an Xbox. So, And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that about wraps everything up for this week, I think. Keep in mind, we are just Nintendo fans, just humble little Nintendo fans, not Nintendo experts. So if you'd like to send us any corrections on anything we said today, let us know. We have an email address, nintendotherapy at nintendotherapypod at gmail.com. And now Spotify has a comment section below, so you can let us know right there. And I got to start checking that. I didn't uh, check last week to see if we got any comments, so 
From now on, I'll check that every time I upload an episode and I will put it into the notes for the next episode. So leave us comments. Yes. Yeah. Man. Let us know what the most confusing uh, Nintendo title is. Is it Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3? Is it another one? <laughs> <laughs> I always like to go back to Wario World, Super Mario Land, Wario Land, Super Mario Land three that one always confused that was that was where it started getting confusing of course it started with Mario. and then you know what maybe like you said like maybe we should organize coming up like to do a mario kart or mario party whose who's land is it is it mario's land or wario's land um all right yeah we'll but, see you all next week and we'll talk some more nintendo yeah mate